welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mike. Listeners will know that antiplatelet therapy is used for the management of both acute ischemic stroke, but also for the prevention of stroke. Antiplatelet therapy reduces the incidence of stroke in patients at high risk for atherosclerosis and in those with known symptomatic uh, cerebrovascular disease. This week's poem that you've chosen will look only at the secondary prevention of stroke. Typically, monotherapy, antiplatelet therapy, is used for the prevention of stroke. A antiplatelet therapy reduces the incidence of stroke in patients at high risk and in those with known symptomatic cerebrovascular disease. There are a host of agents uh, that can be used. Each of them have a, a slightly different profile, slightly different side effects, etc. But the question has come up, will two drugs provide better protection, or will the risk of bleeding be higher so that it becomes unacceptable? You found a poem. It was published in Circulation in 2021. For those that want to follow, it starts on page 2441, and it attempts to answer the question, what is the balance of benefits and harms for dual antiplatelet therapy compared with monotherapy for the secondary prevention of ischemic stroke? Mark, this is a meta-analysis. What did they find? Yeah, this was done, this was published in circulation, was um, in support of the American Heart Association guidelines for antithrombotic therapy in secondary prevention of stroke. And you can see when you read those guidelines how they incorporated these findings. So they looked for any randomized trials that compared ADAPT with monotherapy starting within three days of an index stroke or TIA. In some cases, they were able to get data for the subset who were randomized within three days from studies where longer intervals were allowed between stroke and randomization. So for example, if a study allowed for up to a week, if they could get the data, they were able to limit it only to those randomized within three days. Overall, I think it was a really well-conducted meta-analysis. They found 17 studies and over 27,000 patients. Most studies targeted patients with minor ischemic stroke or TIA, and the studies were generally felt to be of good quality. So monotherapy was with aspirin in 15 of the studies to use clopidogrel. The most common DAPT regimen was aspirin plus clopidogrel, and so the most common comparison was that against aspirin alone. Now, there was a very large study, the Thales study, that compared aspirin alone with aspirin plus ticagrelor, which is Berlinta is the trade name there. Because it was such a big study, they did a sensitivity analysis with and without this study. So overall, using DAPT instead of monotherapy for 30 days or less resulted in 20 fewer strokes and two more major hemorrhages. So 10 times as many good things as bad things, basically, per 1,000 persons. The likelihood of a major hemorrhage was the same when the Thales trial was excluded, although there was no longer a significant difference in the risk of hemorrhage between aspirin and DAPT groups. They stratified the analysis looking at studies that were treating for more than 30 days versus 30 days or less. Longer studies actually provided no more benefit, but the risk of hemorrhage was greater with the longer duration therapy. So more harm 
no more benefit with going longer than 30 days. And, and that's reflected in the guidelines that now recommend up to 30 days of DAP. So bottom line for patients with minor stroke or TIA, DAPT with aspirin plus clopidogrel for up to 30 days does significantly re reduce the likelihood of a stroke. Number needed to treat is 50. Um, and there was, but that comes along with a small increase in the risk of major hemorrhage, number needed to harm of about 500. So longer duration of therapy increases risk of harm without increasing the likelihood of benefit. Pretty clear uh, advantage as opposed to the harms. I think that the current practice is to use dual platelet therapy in cardiovascular disease, right? It's got a much stronger role there. There's certainly been um, much more studied in uh, cardiovascular disease, you know, post-stenting uh, and in situations like that. And I think that, you know, increasingly we have to think about how long to continue these, the DAPT. And, and so in stroke, it turns out you're just increasing harms by continuing. Yet mm -hmm. there's a, I think, a, a, an emotional component to this decision. Like if I stop it and then they have a stroke six months later, was it my fault for stopping the DAPT? Well, you know, I think these we need data like this to show us that the benefit is not increasing, but the harm is. Right. And I think we need to think more carefully about this sort of indefinite DAPT and, you know, what is an appropriate stopping point. We've talked about with all kinds of things, uh, from antibiotics to all sorts of other treatments, uh, the question of how long, and we tend to overdo it uh, for this fear that, you know, we're somehow going to do harm by stopping early. Anyways, it's, it's really important. Uh, in, in fact, I wouldn't mind if uh, if the FDA began to require uh, for some uh, treatments that uh, they actually not only look at effectiveness of the intervention, but to make a recommendation for how long the intervention should continue. Yeah, we got to find that sweet spot. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk again next week. All right. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. Music.